just went to work on him again. You guys are really connecting on the threes. Uh, more recent games have been defensive battles against them. What was happening for you guys tonight? Uh, we just taking really uh, good looks. Uh, we wasn't shooting the first one coming down. We were trying to find each other. We were trying to share the ball and try to whoever get the open shot took it. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Ty Jones outside to Greg Brown. Lost the handle, stolen by Butler. Here come the Bears again on the break. Butler fakes the pass and he lays it in. Jared Butler the bucket. Timeout, Texas. 2.05 remaining. The Bears lead by 15. This game in particular was, I think, really important for our program and um, what we were trying to do at Baylor. Um, we did we did, we did, did so much work last year and uh, we came up short, so we, we're, we're making the most out of the opportunity we have this year to count on and, and capitalize on, on what we want at the end. So uh, this is a big one for us. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Inbounds Mitchell, and the Bears will dribble out a win in Austin over the Longhorns. Baylor is 17-0 on the season. They reach the midpoint of the conference round robin at 9-0. The Bears have now won 10 of their last 11 over their longtime rival, Texas Longhorns. The final tonight, Baylor 83, Texas 69. We knew coming in, John, this was going to be their biggest test of the year, and uh, they just roll. They continue to roll. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Gary Ross. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield to IMG College. You heard from Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler in there. The Bears uh, back from Austin with a win, their 17th consecutive win, as you heard in the cut there, to open the season. 17-0 ties the uh, school record for best start in a season. The 2011-2012 team started 17-0, and it ties also for the second longest win streak in school history as well. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Sun is shining. Wind is blowing here in Central Texas. Appreciate you being with us. I am uh, coming to you from my office at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center today. Garrett is uh, in the Allen Samuels studios making things work for us. So we'll talk some basketball. Uh, Bears win. We'll give you the other results. Two other games last night. One more tonight in the Big 12. And uh, also we'll visit with Don Rogers, Baylor's uh, Deputy Athletics Director. Today is National Girls and Women in Sports Day, a recognition for the women in sports. Baylor uh, hosted a virtual luncheon uh, over the noon hour today. Uh, six panelists, or I guess five panelists, and Brooke Bednars was the host, and really, really good. Don was a part of that. So we'll visit with her about, uh, you know, the role of women in sports, the changing role of women in sports, the uh, advancement of women in sports, and those things. We'll visit with Don about that coming up in a few minutes. Garrett, good afternoon to you. How are things there at the Radio Ranch? Things are good, J-Mo. I'm looking out the window, like you mentioned. Pretty day over Cottonwood Creek. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yep, really nice day. Let me check. Uh, it was supposed to be like mid-70s. 
73 or something like that today. I am showing uh, 72 degrees mm. right now. Spring and, weather. Uh, and how about this? Be prepared. Tomorrow, predict, predicted to be 79, which would tie the all-time record for February the 4th. But then a very strong cold front is blowing in. Have you seen that? I haven't, but the, I feel like we're getting set up for failure. You know, we've yeah. had about a week uh, strung together now of really nice days where you, you really get that spring feeling and then – Turn around and just get slapped with winter. Exactly. Well, I think it's coming. I think it's coming tomorrow. I don't know what point in the day tomorrow. Uh, maybe it's tomorrow night, but uh, warm day. And then they've been tracking this cold front coming out of Canada. So it's a long way away, but it's going to dip all the way down into central Texas. So be prepared for that. That is coming uh, at some point tomorrow or tomorrow night. But really nice uh, today. I walked from our offices here to the Farrell Center for the uh, the good old COVID test uh, of the day, the second one of the week this week, and then walked back, and it was very, very nice outside. Yeah, I was out in my house earlier, and I was helping my son with school, and I was looking out, and I was like, man, it'd be a perfect day to go for a walk. And I just I couldn't put it into my time. That's probably me being lazy. Uh, but, yeah, I should have worked one in. Yeah, really nice, really good day for uh, for something like that, really anything outside. Let me ask you this. Garrett, did, you didn't work the game last night, right? Did I did. You? Did you run I did. board? Yes, sir. Oh, you did? Okay. Yep. All right, did you notice – uh, and we haven't talked about this until right now, but did you notice anything about the crowd sound, the, uh, the, the sound under our broadcast last night? I didn't. I've seen, um, I've seen people talking about the, mi- the piped-in crowd noise. <laughs> yes. And it was funny because one thing I was going to ask you is watching it on TV – it didn't. You couldn't really tell fans were there. I mean, the the shot that you were th- that we were having was you know the cutouts and it, it looked like a hockey arena the way they right, have the right. plexiglass up there. But uh, that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about is we were talking about the crowd and everything, but I never saw them. So how was it actually there? What were the people like? You know, it, 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 Pat and I both agreed the the, uh, the crowd didn't have that much of an impact right. on the game. You know, that's a big arena. Sixteen five is what it is, and I think the uh, I think the crowd was um, thirty one hundred. You know, as we talked about yesterday, I think that's what they allowed in. But man, they were really spread out in that big arena, so not a lot of lot of noise from the crowd. But uh, more than any other location, more than any other arena we've been to this year, uh, the piped-in crowd sound was more evident, and it was really, really evident uh, in our, in our broadcast, mm-hmm. I think. And I hear people watching it on TV said the same thing. And uh, I think in the arena, you could tell uh, the piped-in crowd sound was just not natural. You know, it just right. wasn't, it didn't fit very well. So as far as when it got bad i'm assuming it was on baylor possessions because i didn't really notice it at all yeah uh it was it was just it just didn't fit you right. know it was just uh if you're gonna do piped in crowd sound i think it's got to be really uh really low and just kind of underneath everything mm-hmm. else but i think they were running it too hot um uh what would be my you know assessment of that uh, because we get a feed, we get an effects feed, and it was the same effects feed that television had. 
and uh, the the piped-in sound uh, overshadowed really what would be the normal crowd sound, the crowd mics. Like when a ball hits the rim, yeah. you can hear that rim. When it goes through the net, you can hear, usually hear it. You know, go through the net. Um, you can hear the squeaks of the tennis shoes. You know, that's the good stuff you get on an effects feed when TV is there and the 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 mics that they have on the floor. But this piped-in sound was just uh, overshadowing of the regular crowd sound last night. That's crazy. I know the, the who I think did it the best was the MLS last season. I thought they did yeah. a really excellent job of, of piping it in. It sounded natural, but yeah, it, it, and I don't have a problem with anybody doing it, especially now, you know, as that extra element, but it's got to be done correctly. You can't have it overmodulated. That's it. And uh, I, I heard uh, from people who were watching on television said it was uh, really overpowering the announcers. Uh, you know, and that's ESPN. That's a big ESPN broadcast, yeah. you know, at 6 p.m. And it was John Shambi and it was Dick Vitale. And I haven't watched a replay of it yet, so I haven't heard this myself. But they were saying that the sound was, was too loud even for the announcers talking over it. That's crazy because the, the game I watched between Texas Tech and uh, Texas when it was in Austin, I, right. I never heard any – I didn't hear any of the, the crowd noise. I, I thought it was funny because you were able to hear – Coach Beard, like, yelling, run, run, run. But I couldn't hear any of the crowd. Interesting, interesting. Well, uh, this was a Longhorn Network production, so their production crew did the broadcast, you know, and it aired on ESPN. And, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative that we got the effects feed. I'm glad we had it. But it was just, to me, really noticeable mm-hmm. that it was piped in crowd sound unlike any place we've been this year. Interesting. I bet yeah. they, they're probably going to adjust that after this. <laughs> probably, probably so. So, uh, Bears win. Uh, they've won 10 of 11 over Texas. 10 of the last 11 in the series. 83-69. Baylor at the midpoint of the conference round-robin schedule, and they reach it at 9 and and oh, uh, nine games down, nine to go. Uh, we still have two games left against West Virginia, then everybody else a second time, uh, except Kansas State. We played them twice already. So uh, let, let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, look at the other two games from last night. Look a little closer at the Baylor game, and then one game tonight in the Big 12, and uh, we'll have that when we come back. Off and running uh, from our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center, Garrett in the Allen Samuels studio. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today in pretty mild conditions with highs topping out at 72 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, we drop to 57. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy in the morning, then some sunshine in the afternoon. But it could be a record-breaking day with a high of 81 degrees. The record tomorrow is 79, set back in 2019. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Sunday, February 7th, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs square off in Super Bowl 55. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. Will Bucks quarterback Tom Brady win an unprecedented seventh Super Bowl ring? Or will the Chiefs and QB Patrick Mahomes become the first team to win back-to-back titles since Brady and the Patriots 17 years ago? If it's Super Bowl 55, it's right here. Catch all the action of Super Bowl 55 Sunday at 3 right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey, Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. For 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is the spot to watch the big game and win some big prizes. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast for 50 bucks. And top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has over 60 TVs for the big game. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. Delivery by Slice. The American Heart Association recommends two servings of fatty fish each week to improve heart health. If you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily regimen. Get 10% off your purchase of Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 at coopercomplete.com when you use the coupon code BAYLOR10. That's BAYLOR10 at coopercomplete.com for 10% off Advanced Omega-3 and free shipping when you spend $60 or more. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Garrett Ross, brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can reach Amanda at 254-495-0338 or just uh, Google search her name. That'll get you to her Facebook page, her website, all the good information there. The Waco Hood Watch is something she has on uh, both the website and 
and her Facebook page. That gives you a, a sampling of what's available in the market here in Central Texas. And then uh, uh, contact information is there as well. Just Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Back with us, uh, Baylor basketball, uh, 83-69 win over Texas last night at the Irwin Center in Austin. Uh, Garrett, we talked about it on the broadcast, and uh, now we've been there, and we can talk about having been through it. But we were in a suite, uh, top of the second level. Mm -hmm. So the third deck, the upper deck, was above us. But we were top of the second level. Uh, and and I'm telling you, Texas was very hospitable yesterday. <laughs> they really were. Um, um, they, they met us at the uh, door to come in. We were there, you know, before the doors opened. But Scott McConnell, who's their media relations guy, met us at the door and gave us our passes and then a parking pass, you know, so we ran around the corner and parked. Uh, and then uh, when we came back, when we walked back from the parking garage, he met us and walked us upstairs, uh, up an elevator to the second level and then into the suite and set us up there. So I appreciate Scott. He was very hospitable, and everybody, you know, kept sticking their head in, everything okay you need anything <laughs> let us know and uh everybody was just very friendly uh, in the game at the game last night it sounds like you got the vip treatment know, it's man. well we deserved man <laughs> we kind of did it was a nice suite and uh i said this yesterday uh you know for pat and i have a, have a restroom right there in the suite that is a plus oh. we don't get that Th that's anyway. one of those things that if you're not if you don't understand the industry you don't understand yes. how important that is yes exactly <laughs> only there and uh the booth at at&t stadium in arlington right. the only place we go where you've got a, a a restroom in the suite so it was really nice it was a good level you know not too high and uh, right on the corner of the court so you know we had an issue at first with the TVs, there's a big screen TV on the wall, and we couldn't figure out how to turn it on. I, I felt around for the you know buttons, mm -hmm. power buttons, and couldn't find it and couldn't find a remote. So uh, a guy came by and said, hey, you need anything? And I said, actually, yes. Uh, can you get this TV on for us? And he, uh, he did. He, he knew how to operate it and turned it on. And he turned it on the Longhorn Network. Oh. <laughs> and he said, all right, there you go. And I said, hang on a second. Uh, the game's on ESPN. Would you mind to put it on ESPN? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So I guess that's the norm. You know, when you turn a TV on in the suite, it just normally comes on the Longhorn Network. I mean, if you got it, you might as well advertise it, right? <laughs> that's just take right. advantage of it. That's exactly right. <laughs> But, uh, but it was a really nice setup there uh, last night. We had some visitors come by and see us. Eric Shero was there, and he came in at halftime and visited. My daughter Megan and uh, Truett and Turner were there at the game last night, and they came over and visited at halftime. And everybody said, man, this is nice. This is really nice. I'm surprised they didn't try to stay in there with you all. I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, they, they were would have been welcome to do that because we set up, you know, and then in front of us there were like uh, nine or ten seats, mm. you know, that are there in the suite in front of us, so they could have stayed there. So it was a really good setup. I say all that to say thanks to uh, Scott McConnell and the Texas folks, Craig Way, great hosts, and we appreciate uh, the hospitality last night. Bears win the game 83-69, 27 by Davion Mitchell, another big game by him, 21 by Jared Butler. Jared Butler has now scored 20 or more points in every road venue mm. in the Big 12 except Lubbock. So wow. think about that. You know, it's, that's a good performance in every road venue. Uh, and he had 21 last night. Macy Oteague had 10. Bears shot 58.6% uh, for the game. 
52% from three-point range, 11 of 21 from three-point range for the Bears. Only had four free throws but made all four of those. <laughs> Texas uh, really shot themselves in the foot at the free-throw line. They were three of 14, 21%. Uh, at the free throw line and uh, bench points always big for Baylor. Baylor outscored Texas 17 to four in bench points and uh, and won at 83. 69 the final score Garrett what uh, what are your thoughts about that Baylor win last night I think the one thing that stood out to me the most it was how Texas kept leaving their bigs like on an island out there trying to guard Davion and guard yeah. Jared around the perimeter and you know it's like they saw that in the scouting report because there was one play where Davion kind of baited Jericho Sims to come out and you know he set it up he had a little pump fake and hit a three but I thought it was really nice for Baylor to take advantage of that uh, you mentioned the free throws. Yeah, Texas really struggled. Uh, Greg Brown at the end had the opportunity when Mike uh, when Vital fouled them, you know, on the three where he could have hit those, misses all three of them. Uh, but I thought it was really impressive. Uh, it was a game of runs, you know, for both teams yep. early on. And I, I figured that's how it would play out, you know. It, but it, it's just Baylor always finds that moment. And I think last night when you look, the moment for them where they flipped that switch was when Brown had the dunk, he has the tech, and it was like everything just shifted right there and went in Baylor's direction. It really was, and, you know, except for that technical, uh, you would have thought it would have fired up Texas right. at that point, um, and, and it did to a point, but then the technical, Baylor got the two points right back on two free throws by Jared Butler, and then uh, and then Baylor was off to the races from there. I think that was a that was a right about the point where it was a, what, 16-4 to four yeah. run by Baylor, I think, 12-1 to one run. So uh, that patented second half run uh, made its, uh, you know, made uh, its appearance in the second half again for the Bears. It was really impressive. I think it's crazy too, like knowing that because I was wondering what time they got out of there last night because you know y'all are doing y'all's post game. They got David Case setting it up nicely for the post game here, and then I get in the car to go home, and well, lo and behold, there's Davion Nash, Davion on the national radio as I'm yeah. driving home, and then Jared's getting an interview with Andy Katz. So it's a lot of love for the Bears, and it's it's good to see them get the much needed exposure they deserve. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yes. it really is. Great exposure. So Baylor at 17 and 0, 9 and 0 in the Big 12. Two other games last night. West Virginia beat Iowa State 76-72. Cyclones got it to one point late in the game, but West Virginia won it in Ames. So the Mountaineers now tied with Texas for second place in the Big 12 standings at 5 and 3. So Baylor has a three and a half game lead on uh, on the next closest team in the league. Baylor at 9 and 0, Texas and West Virginia both at 5 and 3. Uh, Kansas BK State last night 74-51. Jayhawks are six and four in the conference. One game tonight, uh, Oklahoma State plays at TCU. That is eight o'clock tonight on ESPN two, and TCU is Baylor's next opponent coming into the Farrell Center three o'clock this Saturday. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be joined by Don Rogers, Baylor's Deputy Athletics Director. Today is National Girl and Women in Sports Day. We'll visit with Don about all of that. She is very, very uh, tuned in to that and uh, I think the perfect person to talk to on this day about that subject. So we'll visit with Don when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show continues on ESPN Central Texas. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Change. That can throw an opposing hitter off balance in baseball. For the Texas Rangers Baseball Foundation, change is our focus. With programs aimed at helping youth physically, in their education, or in life, the foundation continues to impact lives in our community. Good is being done daily, and it's possible because we do it together. Your continued donations matter. See how you can help bring the change at texasrangers.com slash foundation. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. In a top 10 showdown last night, number two Baylor rolled to its 17th in a row win over number six Texas, 83 to 69. Up next, TCU at home on Saturday. In other Big 12 action, number 17 West Virginia topped Iowa State 76-72. And number 23, Kansas beat Kansas State 74-51. Tonight in the Big 12, Oklahoma State is at TCU. Despite the NCAA enacting a dead period amid the COVID-19 pandemic last March, meaning recruits have not been able to take official visits, recruiting has gone pretty much as normal. The early signing period in December came and went, and today is National Signing Day. Keep it right here for the latest in updates. 
Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas. Show on this Wednesday afternoon. Do appreciate you being with us today. John Morris uh, in our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center here at Ross and the Allen Samuel Studios. And we are pleased to be joined here by Don Rogers, Baylor's Deputy Athletics Director and a panelist on a very nice uh, luncheon, a virtual uh, luncheon today, uh, recognizing girls and women in sports day. Don, welcome. First off, appreciate you being here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. And that was very nice over the noon hour. Uh, it was you. It was Corey Pinkett. It was moderated by Brooke Bednars. And then uh, Coach Mulkey. And Coach Felicia Mulkey. And then Yasiana Presley yep. and Jen Want, two yes. of our student athletes. And I really, I watched the whole thing. I thought it was very good. I watched it two times. Have you? And I enjoyed it as much the second time as I did watching the first time. So a lot of great information and just... Love hearing the stories of why people became involved in athletics yeah. or what it does in their lives. And so it was a pleasure to be part of that. And and the two student athletes, they were very good, very oh well-spoken, weren't they? They are. And, you know, the beautiful thing about, you know, Yasi and Jen is they're involved in so much more than just their sport. I think that gives them a platform, but they're involved in other things at Baylor and in Baylor Athletics. They are both have been on the Student Athlete Advisory Council. They... Yasi is part of our student athlete huddle. And just to see everything that goes into their lives and what they do, they're both tremendous students, they're leaders. And then you go to a game and watch them <laughs> and they're both incredible. And that's the, that's the fun part of working athletics is that we get to see the kind of the 360 of each person and our teams that we work with. I get to work with women's golf who won their fourth yes. straight tournament yesterday and you just get to watch those young ladies and how they grow and develop um they teach me things every day and that's the beauty of sports yeah very very uh well done the event was very well done and very impressive and what would you say as we we recognize today girls and women in sports what's the what's the state of the uh you know state of the union with women in sports there's still y'all talked a lot about opportunities how there's more and more opportunities these days that's a big thing and a big plus it really is and i and i've watched it i graduated from high school in 1982 and certainly a different time when you didn't have the internet. You didn't have the opportunities to do research and see what, what is out there, even as you looked at colleges. And you see what we have become and the athletic programs that are available for women, even, even at the high school. And you know, I've, I talked about this in the, in the um, piece today about my daughter playing club volleyball. Those opportunities were much smaller yeah. you know, back in my day. And just to watch, despite what your athletic talent is, because sport teaches you so much. And I love seeing those opportunities from the time our girls are little, little, and they're out there running around playing youth soccer or doing gymnastics or swimming or whatever, you know, whatever they get involved with. 
to watch all of those opportunities continue to expand as they become older. It used to be that those opportunities would diminish. Yeah. And now, and it's not just athletics, but it's intramural. It's things that uh, even as professionals, we can go out and compete in different ways, even past college. And so I think the opportunities have just continued to explode and the roles have changed as well and that we aren't just seen as girls or women in sport that fill these traditional roles, but we're starting to see women in a lot of different roles. And those are great role models for our younger girls as they look at what opportunities are out there for them. Well, and you're a perfect example of that. I mean, you said you've worked in athletic departments where you're the only only female in there, you know, in an administrative role. So you have been, uh, in many ways, a, a, a kind of a trailblazer and kind of been places that women haven't been before. Well, it's really, when I came to Baylor, and I didn't look at the staff directory before I came to Baylor. I Obviously, I met a lot of people as I was interviewing and, and, you know, and talking to different people about the position. But then to walk in the door, we have over 80 women mm. that work in our athletic department in every single role on executive team, head coaches, assistant coaches, just every single department. And that's so much different than when I was a student athlete and even when I began my career. And so that's exciting too, because it's that diversity of thought and experience to see women in traditional and non-traditional roles right. is, I think, a really exciting part of what we're seeing right now. And you've been uh, you've been an athletic director. You've uh, run a Final Four. You know, I think uh, uh, some of those roles people say you know might not uh, necessarily associate a woman being able to do that, but you've done that. Absolutely, and I and I do I enjoy seeing women in those executive director roles. Uh, I think college basketball is one of the areas that you see great opportunity for women. As a matter of fact, when I became the executive director of the Phoenix Final Four, someone came to do an article on me and what, how unique and what a trailblazer <laughs> you are. Right. And I said, well, actually, if you look at the cities that host the Final Four, a number of those local organizing committees are run by women. Interesting. And, and that's one of the things, and maybe that's why I've gravitated towards men's basketball, because I've seen really there not be gender bias because you just see someone that has a talent regardless of whether they're a man or they're a woman and you know fill some of those non-traditional yeah. roles but i was not a trailblazer running the <laughs> phoenix final four because uh the very next year as it went to san antonio they have a terrific executive director she's run it a couple times and indianapolis has a woman that's run nice. it a number of times and so i was i was surrounded by uh, women and and I think the other thing that you really have to talk about is we're all standing on the shoulders of someone that came before us. They're the true trailblazers that were part of the phys ed department <laughs> yeah. that didn't even have varsity sports that weren't allowed yeah. to compete and they found ways. Mm. And it's really fun to go back. Every university has a group like that, and you go back and you hear their experiences and what they did. And they just came together and they figured it out themselves. Mm. And they would jump in bands and they would go compete against yeah. other schools. And so we stand on the shoulders of so many women that have um, demanded change, created opportunity, and that has benefited us all. Wow. All right, tell me this, uh, and maybe this is, uh, is, would, would require a lot more time than we have, but where, where do we still fall short? Where are uh, some areas where women maybe don't get a fair shake, uh, are excluded just because they're females? Are there any of those that come to mind for you? I think there's, there's still a lot of 
opportunities for growth. If you look at women, for example, at the um, FBS level in football, it's you see fewer women in those athletic director roles. Okay. We have some fantastic examples in our industry, but because women don't play football, I think that's one of the challenges as we continue to move forward. And as we have more and more women in those roles that are successful, I think that will continue to break down that barrier for us. We we still look for opportunities. You know, we have Title IX, which mm-hmm. says that whatever your undergraduate enrollment is at your institution of men and women, you have to mirror that in athletics. It's challenging for schools that are well-intended just because of the large size of a football roster. Right. But I really appreciate that we all continue to look at ways to give women more opportunities in college. And that's what it's all about. Are we giving women the proportionate number of opportunities in high school and in college to be able to participate in intercollegiate athletics? And so it's a work in progress. There is a great commitment across the country. And I think we're always challenged by what resources we have. The last the last area, because we could talk about this yeah, for a long yeah. time, <laughs> But I think continuing to create opportunities for women and coaches to be head coaches, to continue, you know, you'll see it in the Super Bowl this weekend. You'll have a female official mm-hmm. on the field. You'll have uh, two women um, that coach in football. And so not even looking at crossing over into a sport like football, but making sure that we're really looking for a diverse pool when we're hiring head coaches and giving women more opportunities and you uh you had a great example during the luncheon today about a uh, basketball game we had earlier this year a men's game yes and we had a female official yes and uh you know it really caught my attention just because it's the first one i'd ever seen uh you know a female doing a men's game but your point was you checked with the conference office and she's in the regular rotation and it just you know sort of happened without a great deal of fanfare and that's a good sign it really was because as i walked into the arena and it might be something as you look at milestones you'd expect before the game hey we're going to have this tonight or we're and and we didn't do that because it was just so matter of fact and listen officials i wouldn't i would never officiate uh i've done volleyball we're much more (laughs) civil in volleyball people don't yell at the officials (laughs) but that's such a difficult job uh i thought she did a fantastic job of just being part of the crew of not being anything different i watched how the three officials interacted with each other and it was just another crew, another game. Yeah. No one even made mention of it. And that, to me, is when you're making great progress, when it just becomes part of the fabric of our programs that you really see people getting different opportunities. Yeah. And, Fee, uh, Coach Felicia Mulkey had a great example also of a fourth grader who sent her a letter, and she wants to grow up and be acrobatics and tumbling. That's a fourth grader, so that shows how the sport has, you know, come to the point now where someone that age, whether that be a 10-year-old or so, you know, knows about the sport, has probably come and watched Baylor and wants to participate. That's been really fun. I wasn't familiar with acrobatics and tumbling until I came to Baylor. And then watching the program, getting involved, meeting the women that are on that squad, watching some of the halftime acts mm-hmm. of the local gyms that come in. And, and those little girls are doing something that's more like acrobatics and tumbling than necessarily cheer yeah. or dance or gymnastics. 
And that's exciting when you start to see it become, um, you know, part of the grassroots of what, you know, our little girls are doing. And that's what makes me so excited about yeah. acrobatics and tumbling because there's so many um, girls that come up through gymnastics and maybe that isn't their path into college or come up through competitive cheer, but that's not necessarily their path into college. And to watch this sport that blends all of these different elements and they're just so impressive to watch. Every single time I go to one of their meets, of course we hosted the national championship here. Yes. And so you get to see the eight best squads yeah. in the country. It's really neat to see something like that that was created. And now you see little girls that want to do that in college. Yeah. Don Rogers, our guest, uh, Baylor's Deputy Athletics Director. Today is Girls and Women in Sports Day nationally. Uh, let's shift gears just a minute for the last question. So you're a sport administrator, and your two sports are women's golf, yes. number one in the nation, yes. just won another tournament, as yes. you mentioned yesterday, and men's basketball that yes. is undefeated and number two in the nation. Don, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Don't change a thing. Well, I'm staying out of the way because we have <laughs> two incredible coaching staffs that just do a fantastic job. But it is, it was really fun yesterday to talk about two great wins, and they are two. I, I really think there's a chance that our men, maybe, I'm knocking on a little wood, I don't want to jinx us, um, you know, maybe they move up in the poll this week. Oh, nice. It's, I mean, they certainly that win last night helped sure. us a great deal, but it's, uh, it's really been a blessing to me not only in my um, professional career, but, you know, part of what makes Baylor so special is, is our, you know, commitment to Christ. And, and watching men's basketball, and my faith journey has certainly been enhanced by being along the ride with them. And so that's what I say. It's just truly a blessing to be involved with, with both of those programs. That's great. Two great programs, two great coaches, and a great culture in both of those Absolutely. programs. Hey, thanks for the visit. I appreciate it. Thanks well, for coming thank down. thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Don Rogers, our guest, Baylor's Deputy uh, Athletics Director, and she was a part of the uh, luncheon today, a virtual luncheon, which, by the way, was recorded, and you could go back and find it and watch it if you uh, didn't catch it live. Just go to the Baylor Athletics Facebook page. It is there. And is it on? Where else could you find it? Is it on our website? On YouTube, that's right. On YouTube also, just search Baylor Athletics. So if you want to go back and uh, watch that today, I, I think you would appreciate, uh, you know, the words from Don and Corey and Coach Fee and then Brooke hosting and then our two student athletes, uh, Yasiana Presley from volleyball and Jen Want from Baylor soccer. So uh, hunt, hunt that up. I'd encourage you to do that if you didn't watch it live. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Final segment, wrap things up, share some birthdays, and uh, move out of the way. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris show continues here on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Rangers fans, don't just watch the game, own a piece of the game. From game-used baseballs to bases and autographed photos and jerseys, your next prized possession is just a few clicks away. Visit the online store to see what's on sale because you never know what will be there. New items are always being added. 
and you don't want to miss your chance to get something truly unique. Your piece of the game is waiting for you at texasrangers.com slash authentics. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. Super Bowl is a great time for La Fiesta. La Fiesta Mexican Restaurant has been making family recipes from scratch since 1963. And passion is the most important ingredient. No wonder they were once again voted the best Mexican restaurant in Waco. Order up a family pack of fajitas to feed up to six people for only $53.99. And don't forget to load up on chips, dip, and queso. Order at LaFiesta.com or call 254-756-4701. And let the fiesta begin. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex restaurant. At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete financial solutions for each step of life's journey. Our members enjoy fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco, thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, You know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. In a top 10 showdown last night, number two Baylor rolled to its 17th in a row win over number six Texas, 83 to 69. Up next, TCU at home on Saturday. In other Big 12 action, number 17 West Virginia topped Iowa State 76-72 and number 23 Kansas beat Kansas State 74-51. Tonight in the Big 12, Oklahoma State is at TCU. Despite the NCAA enacting a dead period amid the COVID-19 pandemic last March, meaning recruits have not been able to take official visits, recruiting has gone pretty much as normal. The early signing period in December came and went, and today is National Signing Day. Keep it right here for the latest in update. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. We're into February. The uh, fa famous February President's Day sale is underway. Check it out on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Great deals available now, in person or remotely. If you want to go by in person, just ask for Ted Teague. Just ask for the big man, and uh, you'll enjoy visiting with him. But anyone there can certainly answer any questions you have, and you'll enjoy visiting and walking uh, along the lot there at Alan Samuels. Check it out in person or on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. As always, your friend in the car business Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. All right, we need to move out of here uh, top of the hour. And, uh, Garrett, you and Stretch coming up at 3 o'clock, 3 to 4. What do you guys have in in, uh, uh, in store for us there? So today's National Signing Day, uh, so we're going to go heavy on recruiting. We'll have Jeff Tarpley from Gig'em 247. He's going to join us around 3.30 to talk about all the signings that the Aggies had today today. Uh, Texas had a big class. Baylor didn't have anybody sign. I thought that was kind of odd. But we're going to look at the landscape of recruiting and everything. Uh, Alabama had the best class ever. I mean, they surpassed Florida's 2010 class. So we're going to get into that and go recruiting heavy today. All right, very good. That is good. Baylor uh, will not have any signings to announce today. So uh, so that answers that. If you're looking for Baylor signees, <laughs> there will not be any uh, announced today. And then uh, you and Tom are on the air game time 4-6. to six. What do you have lined up for game time? Uh, at 4-15, we're going to be joined by MCC men's head coach Kevin Gill. Uh, they have a game tonight. They're undefeated on the season. They've gotten off to a really good start. Uh, we'll get into the Baylor-Texas game last night. I found four pieces of audio I found were pretty interesting, so we'll play those. Uh, we'll have Coach Snell from Conley. He's going to join us at 445. They knocked off La Vega last night in a top 25 matchup, so we'll go over that game as well. At five, th this is interesting. We're going to get into the Houston Rodeo was canceled again. Huh. So remember last year it was canceled, and they, they were going to reschedule it. Well, due to COVID issues, they decided to cancel it again. So we'll talk about that. We'll get into the Super Bowl and some more signing day news as well in the 5 o'clock hour. So that's how we're going to roll. All right, very good. So that's uh, that's the rest of your day lined out for you here this afternoon on ESPN Central Texas, the afternoon stretch with Glenn Stretch Smith and Garrett from 3 to 4, and then game time with Tom Barfield and Garrett from 4 to 6, all here on ESPN Central Texas. Remind you, the uh, Lady Bears back in action tomorrow night. Uh, originally, that was a game scheduled for tonight, but uh, Kansas is uh, making up an extra game this week, so the Jayhawks will be here and play tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center uh, against the Lady Bears, and we'll have the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me mention some birthdays, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Dr. Ron Wilson's birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, Ron, a former uh, former regent here at Baylor and a uh, great Baylor fan uh, for many, many years. Charlie uh, Pekacic's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Charlie. Uh, Rob Carolla used to work in the Big 12 office. Happy birthday to him. Victor Rojas, Victor's birthday. Do you know that name, Garrett, Victor Rojas? I do not. He worked with the Rangers for a while doing broadcasting. He went out and did either the Angels or the A's, I think the A's, and has been out there a while and left there, and he's now working with the uh, Frisco Rough Riders. 
uh, I think as the their general manager or you know some high mm-hmm. position with the uh, Frisco Rough Riders. But he, you know, this was a major league baseball announcer, and he left there to uh, to go to Frisco. So interesting move there. I think part of that was getting back home, getting right. back to Texas, and getting back. Uh, you know, in the Metroplex. So, Victor Rojas, his birthday is today. Anybody to add to the list? Uh, I don't have anybody today, J-Mo. All right, no problem. Thanks, and happy birthday to those folks. Uh, If we missed you, I do apologize. But have a great day and a happy birthday, and we're going to move out of here. Thanks to Don Rogers, who is on with us, Baylor's Deputy Athletics Director on Girls and Women in Sports. National Day today. Don, the perfect person to talk to about that. Appreciate her. Appreciate Garrett. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Keep it here. The afternoon stretch is next. And you guys have no idea what I spared you tonight, all right, with the background I had to look at.